Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 272, Aliens of London and World War Three. My name is John, and sitting across from me, live from Gallifrey One, is my good friend Taylor Taylor. Hello. What's going on? Not much. Here, watch this. We've never done this live on air. High five. Ooh. Look at that. We haven't high five. What is wrong with us? Uh, so many things. All of the galleys we've done, and we've never high five. Not only that, it is six years to the day yeah. since my very first galley yeah. drove down for that one, and then never again. Never again. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that drive. Yeah. And it was just like, That's, nope. That's a, that is a hearty drive. It is. Especially if you're doing it by yourself. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, uh, so I guess... Uh, we'll get to um, just obviously we're recording this live and we were going to record this on on Monday. Yeah. So gonna people be... had something to listen to coming down to Gallifrey. Y- yeah. Uh, but um, I guess we'll just give a little peek behind the curtain. I told this story earlier, so I'll just tell it to everyone here. So uh, it was Monday. Actually, Sunday, I started having like a weird like sharp pain in my left and my left side. I didn't really think anything of it. Yeah. Uh, and then Monday I woke up and it was still there. And I was like getting a little worried. I'm like, I don't know. With like, maybe I'll go to urgent care. Maybe I won't. I don't know. And then it got like later in the evening and I kind of just got a little like spooked about it. And at this point, you know, I've watched everything we're supposed to watch. And <laughs> Taylor's like, hey, let me know when you're ready. And I was finishing up dinner. And I set up the room that we usually record in on Zencaster. Shout out to Zencaster. And I went to go get some water. And I just said to Lauren, like, I'm really worried about this whole side thing. Yeah. And I think I need to go to the emergency room was what I said. And she said, "Um, okay." And she's like, all right, well, let's go. And I was like, well. I need to tell Taylor because he's literally in the room waiting to record podcastica right now. So I get on the I get on the cans and I go, hey man, uh I don't want to freak you out or anything, but I'm gonna go to the emergency room right now. <laughs> and Taylor is like, uh, okay. Pretty much. And I said, I've been having this pain in my side, and I don't know, I just started freaking out about it and I want to get it checked out like now. He's like, yeah, man, just do what you got to do. I'm like, all right, great. So, uh, you know, we close out and then I go, okay. And she's like, why don't you call the nurse hotline? Right. The advice nurse. And I go, okay. So I talked to the advice nurse, you know, for like half an hour. And she's like, "Uh, maybe just go immediately in the morning because it sounds like you're not like any a couple of hours is probably not going to hurt you. Which, I mean, who knows, but. She's there, so I believed her. Uh, and she was right, <laughs> technically. Uh, so, you know, I got, I went to uh, urgent care in the morning. I said, this is what's going on. And they said, all right, uh, pee in this cup. I was like, cool. <laughs> You're really giving a peek behind the curtain. Yeah, I'm telling everybody everything. 
because it was like an ordeal. Like then they checked it and they went, we don't see anything wrong with it. And I was like, okay. And they're like, well, just to be safe. And I was like, please don't say the next thing you're going to say. We need to draw blood. Which uh, is, I hate it. Oh, do you? I'm aw- I like, I'm, I'm awful. I'm better it. than I used to be. So, oh, oh. Okay. so bad. Moving on. So, I mean, I got, you know, that and I was like, can I just lie here? And they're like, we want to get you an ultrasound as well. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I went to go get the ultrasound. They called me the next day and said, hey, you have a kidney stone. I was like, oh, jeez, I haven't had one of those. I forgot what show we were on for a second. <laughs> um, and I was like, all right, so what do I do? And they're like, we're going to give you drugs and then, uh, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay. And then they called me again the day after and they said, hey. Oh, no, it was the same day as I found I was kidney stones. They're okay. like, we want to get you in for a CT scan. <clears throat> And I was like, uh, okay. And they're like, well, they want to do it today. Okay. So I did it. Then the very next day I did a CT scan. Mm-hmm. And the very next day after that is today. And they called me today and said, uh, it's gone. <laughs> and I went, what do you mean? It's gone. And they said, you either passed it or it broke up and we don't, it's not on the CT scan. So, uh, mazel tov. I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, great. Uh, see you later. So here we are at Gallifrey one. We don't have kidney stones. We're having a good time. That's right. Oh boy! But Taylor, how are you? <laughs> I um, I'm well. I'm well. Um, for for once, I feel like I had a relatively uneventful trip down, so I'm very happy for that. Gotta love the uneventful trips. Yeah, the most eventful part of it was just getting out of like my part of the Bay Area and down to San Jose. Right. Traffic was right. pretty trash this morning, but. Oh. Um, you know, obviously made it to the airport with heaps of time. Yeah. You know, did not have any delays unlike last year. So I, all in all, a good yeah, you day. Didn't, you didn't get until 9 p.m. That and year. then we were going to record, I think, something very similar. Very possibly. To, la- to this year, happened last year. I was like, let's just record whatever episode it was. Yeah, when I got there. And then you got there and I was like, let's not do it. And you were like, that sounds great because I don't want to. Yeah, it was basically like, that's great. I'm going to eat this cold chicken and waffles oh, and it, go to bed. And then we, uh, I think we recorded it afterwards or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, um, I think so. Anyway. So I guess let's talk about what's making us happy this fortnight, which I assume would just be being here at Gallifrey. I mean, that is definitely a a big, big part of it. Yes, absolutely. What else? What else? Um, Oh, boy. Um, I mean, the fact that, you know, like all our friends, the whole Galley fam, it's it's just good to see everyone. Yeah. Good to hug everyone. Yeah. Um have a big old crazy Roscoe's chicken and waffle yeah, dinner together. Yeah, we just Man. finished that about an hour and a half ago. Yeah. It was great. We just kind of took over the patio area. We did. We're taking <laughs> over. We are taking over. But yeah, it's it's been great to see everybody so far. Mm-hmm. Um, we are excited to see all of you on Saturday, Saturday at noon. noon. At noon. Lena's is at 11. Lena's at 11, yeah. yes. Yeah, her thing leads in ours. Yes, and we will... Uh, We'll be hanging out. I hope to see a lot of you there. Yeah. Um, I actually don't even know. Like, I usually, like, check in with some people. I'm like, hey, are you going to be there? I haven't checked in with anybody. So I don't know. 
I don't know if the new to who uh, crew is oh. even here this year. Yeah. I hope they are. Cause they're great. I love mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be nice to see them again. Cause yeah. I, they, I don't think they made it out last year, but um, yeah. yeah, we'll it's, see. it's been great. It's been great. I mean, we've only been here for a couple of hours, but um, Oh, Hey, uh, I just let you know we're not in our regular uh, recording space, so you're going to hear yeah. all, like more sounds. But, I assume. but you know what? At least we did get a chime because normally it's my dishwasher letting oh. us know that it's done. Yes, and instead we're getting your watch. Yes, my watch instead of possibly my fan or sirens. Yeah, well, um, it's not like me and Seb recording where you can hear trains in the background, and <laughs> people on motorcycles ripping down the street. Oh, that I get people ripping on motorcycles yeah. down the street sometimes. Not a lot though. But... I'm, I'm, my desk is further back from the front of our house, uh, so I you don't get a lot of street. Oh, I'm right by the, I moved, I moved my desk closer to the window because I said we just need to really test how good my. Uh, sure sm7b is oh okay you just need to make sure drive all of your motorcycles with sirens down the street <laughs> um all right well let's uh let's get into some who news yeah um <clears throat> should we or should we just be like there's who news look at it in the thing <laughs> i mean a little bit let's let's kind of just i mean i'll try to touch basically on this i mean really neither of us are in front of computers right now no we are both looking at google docs on our phones it's great so this this will be interesting yes um but i did see that a uh, homemade who is returning for doctor who's 60th anniversary oh um, i think that was something that got started during the pandemic people at home basically recreating scenes yes yes from yes, episodes yes. of doctor who so they're working on putting something together for the 60th that's very cool um and i think are looking for submissions perhaps so Ooh. if this is not a really really old piece of who news right uh you know definitely check it out if that's something you want to participate in yeah go for it man we we would love to see it yeah check it out um, we also have a little bit of director and uh, crew news for Series 14, which has been doing a lot of filming lately. Shooty Gawa has finally been seen on set. Uh, yes, and did you see him in his, uh, what people are saying is probably his Christmas special uh, stuff? Yeah. It looks great. It does. I love it. Yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited. Be a very fashionable TARDIS. Yes. Um, so, according to script editor Scott Hancock in his production notes uh, column in, in Doctor Who magazine, maybe not his, but the the yeah. Um, so, the uh, new director for uh, Block Three of Series Fourteen is a gal named Julianne Robinson. Okay. Um, she's done some Bridgerton. Um, she's even done some Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, really? That's what it says. Okay. Yeah. We love that. Love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nine Nine. Nine Nine. Love it. Um, so it says here on the fifteenth of December, uh, RTD met with Robinson, uh, Scott Hancock, and the Block Three producer for a detailed page turn. Uh, Hancock describes it in Doctor Who magazine as a pivotal episode with plenty to discuss. Though five minutes of conversation is lost to the pronunciation of spore. Spore. Like spore? Like fungus? Hmm, interesting. I don't know. Um, 
And so we've uh, we've also got some new crew announced. Block uh, two, uh, directed by Mark Tondurai. Uh His director of photography is Omiroslav Bazak. Oh, okay. It's, I'm just going to pronounce it that way That's and fine. hope that people are convinced that I know what I'm saying. Uh, and the first AD is a guy named Gareth Tandy. Probably no connection to the old Tandy computer company. Okay. If anybody else is old enough to remember that, thank you. Um, lots of filming in Wales because it's Wales. Um, ever the fan of the word impossible, Doctor Who has teased us with an impossible TARDIS interior. Oh, yes. I did read Have this you, article. Yes, this yeah. is a good one. And this is completely like I don't. I don't discount the story for a minute. Um, so um, executive producer Joel Collins, he hired uh, Phil Sims as the production designer. Um, and they talked about this kind of impossible design concept. He says, we, we, we talked through various concepts with Russell. And there was one rough idea that was just too ambitious, too impossible, but everybody loved it. Uh, once I'd put it in front of Russell, he's just too visually bright to unsee it. I totally believe that. Yeah. I'd go, yes, 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 but it's completely mad. It's never going to happen. And then we started to say, okay, so how do we make this impossible space yeah. possible? <laughs> right? And and I think that's, that is kind of Russell in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. like, here's this great idea. So how do we make it happen anyway? Um. And so he says, Phil brought in a brilliant engineer who spent months trying to solve the engineering riddle of this impossible, logic-defying set. Wow. Which no one in their right mind should ever have even drawn in the first place. But that kind of sums up the show. I what like... I don't even know. Yeah, there's some speculation in the article. Yeah. Interesting. Because I think we had talked way, way back that there was some sort of like rumor that the TARDIS interior was going to be wheelchair, wheelchair access- accessible. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so um, it says a source on a popular Doctor Who forum. You can guess what that is. Reddit. Uh, Gallifrey Base. Oh. <laughs> Reddit. Ah, <laughs> oh, millennials. Um uh, unaware of possible accessibility uses described a roller coaster rail huh. boiling around the TARDIS interior from the console oh. to raised walkways like a like a description of a sleek wheelchair ramp. Interesting. Yeah. So it's either that or it's just one of those um, mobility chairs that goes up the staircase. Oh, like hmm. in, in, in old people's houses. Yes. Um, huh. Yeah. So and. You know, actress Ruth Madeley, right? She's she's yeah. wheelchair bound. She's she's doing stuff for Big Finish. Yeah, but she's also going to be in the sixtieth. Yes, uh, and it actually has been said uh, somewhere that she actually plays an integral role in the new Hooniverse. So what that ultimately amounts to, I'm not sure. They wouldn't. All right, so if the TARDIS needs to be wheelchair accessible mm-hmm. and you have someone who's going to be an integral part of the Hooniverse, if you will, um, 
they wouldn't reanimate like an actual human person being the TARDIS again, would they? You know, John, every now and then we sit down together <laughs> in the same room and I get convinced that you're reading my mind. Like is that, like if we're if they're really going to do that much unless like it's not confirmed that she is a companion, right? No, no nothing like that has been confirmed. So then why would we I guess make the set well, like it sounds like they're making it super wheelchair accessible, like it, with I mean, a with a roller coaster ramp. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd like to just be like completely fooled, and the TARDIS just has a roller coaster now. Oh, that'd be cool. You know, or <laughs> I guess it's a roller coaster rail. It would be a monorail, I suppose. Ooh, a mono what? A monorail. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll be here all week. Yes. And try the veal. Um, yes. I don't know, but honestly, as I was looking at that, and I was kind of like, you know. Talking through the story, I kind of went, yeah, what if they bring back the doctor's wife? Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting. And then almost like, because I wonder what kind of Team TARDIS they're kind of going for. I don't know. Because, I mean, that feels almost like a little more spy kind of, like you have the actual living, breathing embodiment of the TARDIS kind of being like your uh, eyes in the sky kind of thing. Sort of. Who pilots the TARDIS themselves. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know. That 100% speculation on our part, and that is also us going, okay, here's this description. Here's one one character we've had referenced as being you know, wheelchair bound. That's not to say that there won't be another. Or right. It, they're just completely disconnected and people are trying to connect them. And I, I think the TARDIS should be accessible for everyone. Well, yes. Um, but it does sound like they are making it for someone who's going to be sticking around for a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We shall see. Eventually. Indeed. Yep. <clears throat> well, and lastly, this time. RTD shares some new clues from the 60th anniversary trailer. Stop with your clues. <laughs> um, so in his letter from the showrunner, um, he reveals new information about scenes in the, oh, they've been a typo, but anyway, in the, in the anniversary teaser trailer. Um, so he's revealed that the trailer only shows scenes from special one directed by Rachel Talalay. Yeah. Yes. Um, and special number three directed by Chanya Button. Which would be, I, can somebody tell me what the hell's going on here? I assume. I'm assuming at the end of that. Yes. But this, the special three also has Neil Patrick Harris. That's, that's the one he's in. He's in three. He's not in one. No. Uh, the, the first one is rumored to have beep the meep and the Wraith Warriors. Oh yes. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. I, I think it's Rarth. Rarth. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's got that extra consonant it's got in there. Stop in there. We don't know, right? Um, so that means that there are no scenes in the trailer from, from Special Number Two, Special Two, directed by Tom Kingsley. Oh boy! I know. What does that mean? I know. Um, 
But he does say it has an opening scene shot in the wide open air full of surprises, which no fan or passerby saw. So it's still a lovely secret. That's great. Yep. Uh, I love secrets. Yep. Do you think if RTD had been running uh, when Sims came back that we would have had any idea? Uh, No, I think we would have had no idea. That's still, I feel like, the biggest misstep. Yeah. Because that, I think, would have been a perfect, like, oh, no, Bill is a Cyberman. Wait a minute. That's (laughs) Sims Master? What's happening? Uh, Anyway. Yeah. So the other thing he points out is that there is a scene with a man with an umbrella, his back's to the camera, walking up to this bright red shop in the rain. He goes, who's he? That's a lovely guest star. Wonderful actor. Walking past unnoticed. Wait and see, he says. Oh, my says. God. Oh, yeah. He loves being Oh, RTD. You are great. All right. Well, shall we uh, get on to our, our, our double feature here? Yes, indeed. Okay. So this, uh, this week, we watched Aliens of London and World War III. Starring Christopher Eccleston as The Doctor, Billy Piper as Rose, Annette Badlin as Margaret Blaine, mm-hmm. and Penelope Wilton as, yes, you know, Harriet Jones. Flydale North. <laughs> it was written by RTD, the first, and directed by Robert Boak. It first aired April 16th and April 23rd, 2005. And is the fourth and fifth story of season one of Modern Who. And we have, I assume, just a slew of story notes, which we do, brought to us by the fine folks over at the TARDIS Adatacore. Yes, indeed. Um, interestingly enough, more of the show notes were for Aliens of London than World War Three. Huh, okay. Yeah. So Aliens of London ends on a cliffhanger, the first since episode two of Survival. The story continues in World War Three. Obviously, this is also the first occasion since Invasion of the Dinosaurs in which the first episode of a serial does not share its title with the second. Uh, in huh. Invasion of the Dinosaurs, part one was actually just titled Invasion. Hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. Um. Uh, according to Russell T. Davies in Doctor Who magazine, as well as Doctor Who Confidential. Remember that show? Oh, yes. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, the decision to establish the Bad Wolf meme in the series didn't occur until after the spur of the moment decision to have the words Bad Wolf graffitied on the TARDIS. <clears throat> Subsequently, Bad Wolf references were added to the scripts for most of the other series one stories. Uh, and notwithstanding a few minor or inferred references in the interim, returned in force in the series four episodes turn left and journeys end. With the origin of the meme established, the mystery that remains is exactly why the words bad wolf were chosen to be spray painted on the TARDIS in the first place. Huh. As opposed to, you know, any other phrase. Right. Yeah. Uh, when the doctor starts up the TARDIS to visit Albion Hospital, I throw this in here because in you know, recent filming, the, the name Albion appears a lot. Oh, I don't know if this is maybe just, you know, a place or a thing that Russell's kind of like, that's my thing. Yeah. 
Um, the doctor plugs the sonic screwdriver into the console. The prop for 9 Sonic was originally meant to have a pair of feet under the black cap that would plug into the console, but the idea was ultimately abandoned. Oh, so he'd plug it in that way. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Huh. And they're like, "Mm, nah. Yeah, you know, I wonder, because, I mean, you know, we all love the Sonic, Mm -hmm. but down to its, especially in, I assume, when you're rebooting a show, uh, you want to sell merchandise. Yes. And I bet they were like, this is too flimsy, this will break, and everyone will get mad. Maybe. Little feet. I'd like to see what the feet said. I would like to see the prototype of this. How yeah, have we not seen that? I don't know. Weird. I don't know. Maybe it would only got as far as sketches. I'm just going to go downstairs and start yelling at people that worked. Sure. Did you see it? Why not? Just show me the sketch with go. the feet. <laughs> Unit makes its first appearance on screen since Battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. The doctor spells out the acronym United Nations Intelligence Task Force. This would be the final on-screen use of this name, as by the time the full name of the organization was uttered again in the Santaran stratagem, it had been changed to the Unified Intelligence Task Force. Now, according to a brief history of time travel, the actual honest-to-goodness UN objected to the use of its name in a fictional organization, even though it had been used as such since at least 1968. That's funny. So yeah. they were like, you got to change it. Yeah. Have we reviewed uh, Suntaran Stratagem? I don't think we have. Uh, that was a... That was Tenet, right? Was that Tenet? Yes. No, I think you're right. I don't think we have done that one yet. Hmm. That's what the little genius kid and... Uh... Yeah, I think so. I think I was con- mixing it up with the um, the Capaldi Santarin one. Mm. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, Aliens of London is the seven hundred seven hundredth. Wow. Episode of Doctor Who. Goodness. Yes. Um, the scene where the Doctor chases the pig alien was the very first scene Christopher Eccleston filmed for the series. Jeez. Wow. All right. Wow. Um, so interesting, uh, for those of you guys who are into like poly science stuff, elements of the story parody, the 2003 invasion of Iraq and the actions of prime minister, Tony Blair. This includes a preemptive strike based on incorrect information, namely the presence of massive weapons of dis- destruction, Ooh. uh, which could be deployed in 45 seconds as opposed to Blair's weapons of mass destruction that could be deployed in 45 minutes. Mm. A little bit of topical pokes there. Um, when a Slitheen disguised as a policeman appears outside Mickey's flat, the word Salford appears as graffiti on the wall near the elevator. Uh, this appears to be an in-joke, as Salford is actually Christopher Eccleston's oh. hometown. By the way, happy birthday, Christopher Eccleston. Oh, happy birthday! Well, Oh yeah, he was here during his birthday. That's right. And we saying happy birthday to him. Yep. And now he loves Doctor Who, and he'll be in one of the new episodes. No, I, I, that's <laughs> he's, he's probably not going to happen. He's going to keep doing more Big Finish. He'll just keep doing more Big Finish and having a great time. Love it. All right. Um, all right, Taylor. Well... Uh, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. All right. The Doctor and Rose return to the present day a mere 12 hours since the... Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. What? Uh, oh, okay. I'm getting late-breaking news that the TARDIS still doesn't have the best aim. They've actually returned 12 months mm. since they last left. But strangely enough, just in time for an opportunistic nice aliens to whip the planet into a panic and slag the whole place in order to sell it off in the biggest fire sale ever. Toss in the introduction of Harriet Jones MP for Flydale North, and you have the aliens in London nearly starting 
Nice. Nailed it. <laughs> All right, Taylor. Uh, two episodes. Yeah. Uh, how'd you feel? How you, Overall? Um, overall, it was good. I mean, I remember enjoying these stories back in the day uh, when it first aired. I feel like, and I know I've said this before, I feel like there are elements of that very first season of Doctor Who that kind of like don't hold up as well. Um, at least in terms of like some of the special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them honestly are really, really good. Like the whole shot where the um, uh, the spaceship comes. Oh yeah, that's know, great. Plowing overhead, sounding like an 18 wheeler truck with its horns on. Yeah. Um, I didn't really realize how much it sounded like that until yeah. this time. Um, but stuff like that, it, you know, it's i mean it's good overall but yeah it was one of those things where i kind of it kind of made me feel like this is modern who's classic era yeah i mean basically like yeah you know i know they were kind of like getting you know their 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 legs steady and and working with the technology i gotta remember that this was you know they had filmed in probably 2004 yeah and they were doing you know effects and edits at that time That's almost 20 years ago now. Yeah, which is wild to think. You know, Ugh. so you, you think about how far effects and stuff yeah. have come with the budget they were probably given yeah. at the time. And, okay, I can accept that the floppy monsters have returned in the form of the Selene. Right. So, but what did you think, John? Um, I also, I feel like I had, like, when I saw that you want, these were, like, your choice, I was like, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> Because I haven't seen these in a while. Yeah. But, I mean, I think they the story is, is very solid. I think it's pretty cool. I think, yeah, some of the effects are lacking. But I think even, like, and you can see they reused a lot, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the Slovene kind of, like, running down the hall. Yes. And, you know, there's, like, that shot of that. I call it, like, the Scooby-Doo shot. It, yes, I know exactly which one you're talking about. I think that looks really cool. It, it does. Um, and then even them as being like, uh, puppets kind of like, you know, practical effects. Yeah. They look, they look pretty cool. They look very like big green babies with claws. Um, (laughs) but, uh, I, I mean, overall pretty, pretty frightening, Mm -hmm. I think. And I wonder if that was, and I do like, I know the whole like farting thing. It's like, like. We all roll our eyes at it, but like bit. the way they explain it, it's like, oh, that's why it's happening. And then right. you also have to remember, oh, maybe they remembered this was supposed to be kind of a kid's show. Right. So exactly. we need to add the farts in, I guess. I don't know. No, I, 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 I completely think that that is correct in that sense, because I'm looking at, you know, what these characters are planning you know, and, and, and what they do yeah, throughout, like they, they really come across pretty menacing. Yes, they do. Um, like, especially like in their human forms yes. and they're talking about their plans and they're, they're, you know, giggling and laughing and, you know, doing all that maniacal stuff. Um, and I can see how a kid can be like, um, okay, that's kind of freaking me out. That's really scary. So, you know, it's here's the scary thing, but we're we're chasing it with 
something that'll make you laugh and giggle. Here are some farts. Love it. You know? I, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I got breaking news. I just want to show you these. Uh, Lauren just sent me these. Okay. She's at Idiot's Lantern. Yes. And she just sent me, uh, oh. it's all of the posters. Oh my gosh. In one poster. I'm, I think I'm going to need that. Cause that probably covers like every Idiot's Lantern I've ever been to. It's their 10th year anniversary. So technically I think I've seen every one. Yeah. Well, and then you've seen more than me because I've just done six years. Which is crazy to think. Anyway, sorry, I just was like, oh, look at this. No, that's Um, that's fantastic. But I, yeah, overall, I mean, I, uh, I really enjoyed this. I thought I do like the element of, you know, like, oh, yeah, thanks, doctor. Thanks for bringing me back 12 minutes after we left. Yay. (laughs) And then it's just like a complete, like, uh oh like um and we get to see that in real time which i mean new viewers who are just watching the show i mean that happened like all the time i feel like in class well not all the time in classic but it happened enough to where oh sure so but like now it's like oh like you get to see like it's not all i mean i feel before this we know it's not all fun and games but this is like oh when she comes back to reality and he didn't bring her back to the time that she gets to see how the rest of them have lived and even how like the world treated her boyfriend yes as a murderer yeah um or a murder suspect um and then like her mom having to go through that and it's just uh it was very interesting Mm -hmm. and then we even get the further thing of like you need to tell me she's gonna be safe and he just cannot yeah um so, you know, there's a lot of depth besides the farting green monsters. Yeah. Uh, but they also have depth because they're uh, <laughs> they're an international eBay, apparently. Yeah. Almost almost worse than that. Yeah. You know, intergalactic the, eBay. That's what I, I meant to say. Sure. You know, let's let's completely like it's. Yeah. Let's not just let's strip mine the world. Yeah. It's like, let's destroy all the organic life on it first, basically. And then sell off what's left. Yeah. So they, I mean, they hatched the plan with, um, I still like, I always forget about, I think the pig scene to me Mm -hmm. is like so sad. Oh, totally. (laughs) Because you're like, because at first you're like, wait, what? It was a pig. And then like, it's running around just like on its hind legs and you find that they just kind of it was just a normal earth pig that they just juiced up so it was able to at least yep. walk around yep which is just like and that dude just like it's so weird because like it's like a little it's a little pig mm-hmm. and he was just like i'm gonna shoot this little pig but i mean i guess I don't know. It was sad. <laughs> it is. It was sad because he's it like is. he was scared and you just shot him. Yeah. He's just trying to he just we were all scaring him. <clears throat> and then, you know, then you find out like, well, wait a minute. If, if it's not a real alien pig, then what's going on here? Yeah. And I feel like I also like had a weird synchronicity with this. OK, because um, 
they put that they did that so the world was looking in the other direction while they did something else. Oh, 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 are you suggesting <laughs> the 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 recent balloon takedowns yeah. and the train derailment in Ohio? Not the train derailment. Okay. But maybe I don't uh, I don't want to know if I want to go that. But the but the you know all of the UFOs that we've yes. been shooting down. Right. I saw somebody saying like this is what's this is what will happen. If something really happens, they'll do something else to draw your attention for away from something else. And I was like, oh, that's just like the plot of this Doctor Who <laughs> episodes we just watched. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, anyway, and then I just scrolled and watched uh, people dance on TikTok. That was pretty much all I did. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Oh, um, so, but yeah, I mean... Um, I think the plan was 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 pretty solid. Um, how where where does all of the blood go <laughs> when they? Uh, I assume eat that man or that what was it a man? Oh yeah, and, they yes. eat that guy. Um, and then basically MIB skin suit him. Yeah, I'm. How I, does that work? <laughs> well, I know it's really a show, and I should just relax. But yeah. I mean, they they skinned him and presumably ate him. And maybe somehow actually added zippers. Yes. How did they add the zippers? To yeah. You? I did like at first they didn't have zippers and they were like, we got to put zippers like halfway through production. Yeah. When they were just doing this and it was just like a, a CG, not a CG, but whatever, you know, like green screen line. Yeah. With the blue. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it, it's kind of funny because there was... um. To answer your question, I have no idea where it goes, right. um, let alone, you know, bone and everything else. Yeah, they just, like, open up the brain and it's just like a straw and they just drink it all out? Maybe. I don't know. We'll never know. And actually, uh, that's kind of Hitchcockian. It, it, we don't know how they do it. It's just terrifying. Right. And it's honestly, it's probably, like, whatever is imagined in your head. Is worse than what it actually is. Probably, yes. Um, But... Um, I, I found it interesting speaking of the like zipper forehead reveal. Um, there were, there was at least one scene, if not two, where it was either, it was either like broad daylight. Like even though they were inside, like they were near a windows, clearly broad daylight or like oh, all about the, the lights were on. And it's like, they'd grab that, that the bright light would start coming out. But it's like they decided to turn off all the lights in the room. It's like a light show. It completely was. It's like, wait, that that took me out of it a couple of times. It did. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I'm we why are the lights off? Yeah, the lights just went out and then like we have this flashing blue light, which I guess is fine. But yeah, no, I understand Mm. what you're saying. I thought that was a little like what are we doing here? It's I mean it's it's Early modern yes. who they're trying to just, you know, make it spooky. They're not worrying about <laughs> that as much, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, w- one thing that I noticed too was uh, when you know when when it crashes into Big Ben and then yes. isn't the clock like that for the rest of like season one or something? Yeah, isn't it? Uh, it might be. I feel I like honestly it is. Don't remember. I can't remember, but. You know, it crashes, and then the doctor's like, "We need to get over there." And it's like, "We can't get over there." Well, what else? What's everybody else gonna? How's everybody else gonna get it? Oh, the news. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, we get it on the news and then that kid changes the channel and it turns to something else. Yeah. Like a baking show. Yeah. I if that, if this literally happened, it would be on every channel. Yeah. There's absolutely no way yeah. that he'd switch it. No. Uh, and it would be a baking channel. Yeah. I no, you're absolutely correct. And, and they do use the, um, let's do exposition via news reported a quite a lot. bit. A lot. Yeah. Which yeah. I didn't like hate. No. I think at some points it was kind of like, okay. Yeah. I, or was I, it like, it was a brave new world yesterday and today it may be over or something like that. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. Uh, that's a very self-important sounding <laughs> reporter. Yes. Oh goodness. Um, I gotta say, miss the Stardust console room. Yeah, it's been a while since yeah. you've been in this one. Definitely, very cool, very yeah. very uh, brass. Organic. Yes, and uh, I guess steampunky a little a bit. A little bit, not as much as I believe Elevens, but still pretty. Yeah, still pretty steampunky. That's for sure. I, I love the fact, and I'd completely forgotten that we actually get a reference to the Fiji mermaid. Oh, we do in this story. Yeah. When 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 nine is talking about, um, you know, how the basically the Saladine, you know, we ultimately come to learn basically kind of like uh, uh, create this pig alien. Oh, yeah. Right. He's he's talking about he's using uh, I think it's Barnum's uh, creation of taking like a monkey head and putting it on a fish body and being like, look, it's a mermaid. Yes. You know, kind yeah. of thing. And I was just like, look, man. Anytime you reference something like the Fiji mermaid, you've got my attention. Oh, yeah. Because that thing is just funky. Uh, Oh, yeah. Very, very. And I closed my notes on accident. Oh, boy. (laughs) This is where we're at here. Yep. Um, Harry Jones. Yes. Uh, You know, our, our plucky, not investigator, but basically playing an investigator reporter. Ultimately, yeah. Throughout this entire thing. Um. Yeah, I love I love Harriet Jones up until you know. Doesn't she look tired? Mm-hmm. I mean, always great. I just love how she introduces herself. It's just very, just like yes, this is great. Oh, completely. It's, um, she she really I think is one of the best performances in this entire story. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Besides maybe Slovene people. Well, yeah. Who are just like absolutely just like over the top ridiculous. Yep, you're villains. You get to ham it up. Yes. And they do. They do absolutely. Um but yeah, Harriet Jones great throughout this. Um I do love like that the doctor recognize he's like this is really Yeah, it's like wait a second. I know that name. I know that name. And I I I think it's hilarious that it's like, oh, that's right. That's who she is. And then, yes, we actually do get that payoff. Yes. Where she's the PM. And she doesn't She doesn't start Torchwood. No. no. Queen Victoria Queen Victoria does. did, but she didn't, like, re-intro it. I don't believe so. I don't recall. So. No. Don't believe so. But either way, uh, she was great in this. Like, she gives, like... And there's that one one scene where um, the doctor is <laughs> whisked away after his name is entered. In, oh, yes. Uh, which is yes. great. I love that. Which which is funny because there's yeah, there's this whole system that like monitors 
when certain terms come up like doctor because that is so rarely said. Do you type in doctor or the doctor? Well, how many times have you looked at a Google News story <laughs> and you wanted to bring up stuff about Doctor Who and it brings up a doctor who gave someone something? Oh, wait. Was she typing it or saying it? Uh, well, Because it was the phone call. She's with someone called yeah. the doctor. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, that's and, right. and, okay. and so, but it's like, you know, I don't know why it's like blue box is the important word and not TARDIS, which is a lot more common than saying blue box yeah you know huh god forbid some shipping company decides to start, start using using blue, box blue boxes is, yeah that's gonna completely that's throw end. off that algorithm but i, I love that scene where they pick they pick them up uh and they're whisked away yeah and only the doctor's allowed into this room and yes. that's kind of where we get harriet jones being like holy crap, this is what I saw. Right. Just as like a complete nervous breakdown because she literally watched these people maybe eat a man and skin him. Yes. And then take off that man's skin, put on another person's skin, and then throw skin onto her. I, I Oh, yes. I w- and I will say this. The, the, um, the, the practical effect suits. Disgusting. That were made. Yes. Gross. Completely, which is <laughs> which is why I'm saying they were really well done. Yeah, that because was, you have that reaction. Yeah, it's like this is disgusting. Yes, but there's like that whole scene where it's like she's just seen aliens. Yep, and she's trying to explain to a stranger that she's just seen aliens. I think she did a great like just a great job of like completely just losing her mind. <laughs> and Rose being like, "Hey, uh, don't worry about it. I saw." Um, like a stretched out face that talked to me. It's all good. <laughs> like I've seen, I've seen some stuff. Yep. Um, I just really liked that. That was a like a really good scene. I really enjoyed that. But Harry Jones throughout the whole thing was was great. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I you know, and I have to say, I mean, like all our actors who played Slitheen, great. We're we're great. Just it was just over the top yeah um but really i mean i love how annette badland uh plays her character there's something just like a little extra well i mean so good that they they brought brought her back absolutely yeah which is which is you know why i suggested doing these two instead of boomtown uh, because I'm like, oh, right. well, we can't look at her character the at, at the second time we see her. Yeah, we need to look at her at the first time. Yes, but she just kind of has this, I don't know, like extra smarminess to her. This this extra, um, what? She's just so confident in her plan. Yeah, to to slag the planet and all that. That it's just, it's impossible to think. Uh, you know, anything other than success. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I really like how we figure out how to uh, explode our Slovene. Oh, God, yes. I thought that, I forgot about that scene. Yeah. And like when they pour the, it's vinegar, right? Yes. They pour the vinegar on the Slovene and he just kind of stands there for a beat and then explodes. Right. 
brilliant. I love yeah. it. And it's, it, it was what, it was some sort of like calcium, not calcium carbonate, but so, some, something su- like that. something yeah. chemical. Like there's an actual chemical reason given for that. Um, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, I, you know what, going back to like our Scooby-Doo shot yes. of, of the Slovene, like they've, like they run with such a purpose. There's like such yeah. a muscular strength. I got to say to well, them that was really impressive CG wise. A- after wa- rewatching this, I would not mind the Slovene getting a not a redo or but at least coming back. Sure. I think that would be very interesting just to go off of the concept. Well, and RTD's back, so it could happen. Right. But I mean, just to go off of the effects that they were attempting to do, mm-hmm. I think this would be they could make this so much spookier and so much scarier if they really wanted to go down that avenue. And sure. Just with the graphics. Yeah, because they're like uh, they're like little predators running around. That's the other th- aspect of it. It's like they're like, oh, where's so and so? Oh, he's got a scent on something else. He's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to go eat Mickey or something. <laughs> I think we're uh, okay with that. Yeah, we would be fine with that. Um, but yeah, overall, um, very spooky monsters, mm-hmm. even with the uh, the farting. Yeah. <laughs> um, can, can we also take a moment to recognize that when this episode came out, it was still a pre-smartphone era. Oh, yes. Because, oh, geez. And they're using old, you know... Nokia, what was the Nokia 3310? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I just saw, and you you talk about that. I just saw a video of, I think it was Shakira visiting Japan. Okay, did you see this video? No, I don't think someone uses a phone with a camera, like a video camera in it for the first time. Oh, wow, and she looks at it and is like, Wait, what? Like, (laughs) and she goes, Is this only in Japan? And they were like, Yeah, it was like. Well, it's a good thing because if it was in America and she literally does does this. And that's all we do now. Like heads yep. down in the phone oh, or, yeah. or trying to record everything. Yep. I thought that was so wild. That is crazy. Especially because, uh, yeah, it was just like, what? Oh, he's so clever. Look at this awful picture he took. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> and it's like, I, I remember what the picture was. It was on the oh swipe. yeah, not good. Maybe a megapixel. Snake though, perfect. Yes, Snake was always a blast. Gotta love Snake. Um, do, do we? Because at the end of this episode, we kind of get, and I know we really don't want to talk about uh, Ricky too much. Okay, yeah, but we kind of almost get like this. Um. Almost like a respectful kind of scene from the doctor. I mean, kind of, you know, a little bit. Right. Oh, to the point where he invites him to come along with them, which I completely forgot about. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm good. No way. Um, And then I also forgot about the bit where the doctor gives him a disc to put into his computer that will erase him from history. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that completely. He doesn't do that, right? I I mean, I don't think so. I I will say though that that you know, setting Mickey up as the world's like, you know, most elite hacksaw. 
Where, Keep and, typing the same password over and over again. Yeah, and let's, for the record, folks, Buffalo is not a very secure password. No. Not the slightest. But that was very, like... What do I do now? Just keep typing the same password it, over and over again. Was seriously, very funny. like Mickey being like some amazing hacker is probably the least believable thing in all yeah. of Doctor Who. Well, I mean, it, he's getting directions from the Doctor. So well, yes, but even when the Doctor wasn't around, yeah. he was trying to like dig up stuff in like I don't know Reddit forums. <laughs> Reddit forums. I hey, don't know. He loves Reddit. What did we have back then? Did, what, did Reddit even exist in 2005? No, that would be... Was he looking on people's MySpaces? I don't know. What would it even be? Friendster? I don't know. Yahoo go to Yahoo? Yeah, Yahoo? <laughs> it, yeah, would it be Yahoo or AOL? It. I don't know. Or it, was AOL dead in 2005? No. Uh, uh, it was dying. It was pretty If it dead. wasn't gone, yeah. Yahoo was definitely around. Wow. Yeah. ICQ? Probably. Man. MRIC. That's where oh he Oh my god, yes. To get his news. MRIC. Had it been 10 years earlier, he would have been on Usenet forums. Yes. So. Oh my goodness. Goodness me. I'm old. Um, <laughs> we all are. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, overall, I thought uh, I really liked it. Um, I'd press some buttons, but I don't have any. Do you have any other final thoughts? I, I, do, I do have one, because I feel like you know, down at the very end of the episode and like Rose is kind of figuring out what she wants to do. And the doctor just lays out this description that is, you know, detailed and fantastical and, you know, full of potential adventure. And part of me is going, I'm like, isn't that actually kind of manipulative doctor? Well, he's a, he's a lonely, lonely alien. I guess that's true. And he's just, He's found someone that he wants to spend his time with, so he'll say anything, I oh guess. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Every, uh, the whole universe is made of cotton candy. Ooh. Come with me, Rose. My blood sugar won't like that. Yeah. I don't, but I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, she... I, I think it's true what, what some people or some companions have said. It's like, once you've seen... How can you the ever wonders. go back? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get it. I totally get it. But I, I remember having that reaction. I'm like, you know, doctor, that's kind of doctor. It's kind of twisting it just a little bit. Yeah, just a, just a tad there. Um, all right. Well, so, we don't have any buttons. No. Uh, so but, uh, stand, stand back. <laughs> yeah, it's time for the Dogger Scales. All right. What do we think? I mean, I, there was an, uh, there was somebody that got hit in the back with a chair. Uh, I would expect you to catch that. So thank you. Yes, I forgot. that was uh, because we we give everyone these name tags, all these UFO experts that we're going to murder mm. for, I guess, whatever reason, because, you know, everyone always believes the UFO experts. <laughs> Man, uh, right. <laughs> which I'm like right. now that I think about it, it's like. Nope. They're like, this will be the one time. Uh, and they electrocute everyone and murder them. Yeah. Uh, but um, I believe it's, I don't know, he's like the page or whatever. I don't know who he is. I think he breaks a chair over one of the Slovenes' backs. Oh, you're right. Yes. And, yes. and runs away. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's that. Um, I don't 
think there was actually all that much. There really, really wasn't. That was the only thing in maybe like them pouring vinegar on a thing and it exploding. Yeah, I mean, really, there's that. I Although, mean, you know, Doug, even... Duggan would just run up and punch it. Absolutely. That's kind of what he does to Green Aliens. Yes. I'm going to go with like a one. Yeah. That's where I'm going. Yeah. I Feels mean, really, right. really, at first, I was like, I don't even think there's enough to even judge it on, but I'd forgotten about the chair. I mean, maybe crashing a missile into the building you're in. Maybe that. Uh, I will. Mine considered that, but, you know, I mean, I could see that. I'd still, I don't think it pulls it up out of that one range. No, yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, we're in agreement. Now it's time to see what's behind this couch. Yep. And it's, it's. I have no echo effect on my own dun, voice dun, right dun, now. Dun, dun, I don't know. The <laughs> there you go. That's good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. In-house. Uh, yeah, in-house special effects, right? So actually, despite the effects in uh, these two episodes, um, because, yeah, some of it looks great. Some of it is practical and yeah. they're kind of floppy, which is fine. It's Doctor Who. It's, it's typified by floppy monsters. Yes. Um, there's honestly a decent body count. Yeah, there is. In these stories, um, you know, there's obviously there's also the uh, the fear and the feeling of missing a family member for a year. Yes. Right. That's yeah. that I almost think is more relatable in a lot of ways than if it had been set in classic who like. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a real thing that happens. Yeah, and it sucks. And, um, you know. So there's that, you know, you think younger viewers watching that and being like, oh, crap, no, no, thank you. Um, And yeah, you're right. The Slitheen, both in um, their their, their victory should be naked. Oh, victory. So is it victory should be naked or victory period should be naked? Like, (laughs) is that what they're saying? I mean, I mean, because I didn't hear Enough of a pause to put a period there. Victory should be naked. I don't like either way. How have I not seen that at this convention? Right. As a galley ribbon. Uh, Because that might need to be. We need to add that to the list. I yes. Because holy moly. It's it's kind of funny. I will say, you know, there are there are certain things and phrases that it seems like, you know, Half of everybody does yes. as a ribbon, and then it's like every now and then you see one where it's like, "Oh, yes, you you went for the deeper cut there." Yeah, I appreciate that. Not that I don't appreciate the other ones, of course, but it's like, "Oh, hey, here's one of these. Hey, yeah. here's one of these." You know, yeah. and then it's like, "So yes, you know, victory should be naked." <laughs> it's such a great line delivery too, because they also like hate being in the oh, suits. They absolutely <laughs> hate it. So they're just like, uh, anytime they can. Right. They're like, get rid of these suits. Oh, and the, the act of them bringing in everybody else from the family, them taking off their skin suits yep. and them hanging them up in the closet. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. Love that, too. Yeah. Um. So overall, I mean, depending on the age of your younger viewer it's definitely it it can definitely be kind of scary yeah for sure and just like the whole concept of like oh god there could be you know creepy creepy menacing aliens inside anyone so i I love that uh 
that Stephen Moffat's like, what if, what if uh, blinking was scary? Right. And RTD is like, what if farting was scary? <laughs> you never know who's doing that. And it's like, oh boy, okay. Yep. Uh, pretty but, much. All right, great. Well, I mean, next time for us is technically tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, which uh, I guess. Oh wow, this might be the first time we're not technically doing a day zero. Yeah, because we just talked about what we did in our day zero, and tomorrow will be day one of Gallifrey. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I. Uh, how are we going to do this? I guess we'll just spitball this now. Are we going to try and record it tomorrow morning? Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like that feels no. counterproductive. It's no. like, how'd you sleep? Good. All right. See you later. Cool. Yeah. How, how do you like this coffee? It's good. Oh man. Oh yes. I know. So excited for a Starbucks life. My goodness, but uh, um, we'll figure it out. So we'll we'll have another show tomorrow at some point. Oh, look at that! So I uh, accidentally hit. Did you see my phone tight? Yes, that was it. So look. I accidentally hit the the diction thing here. Oh, good heavens! I'm like, who is in our show notes typing? We're sitting here talking. That freaked me out. <laughs> I saw you look, and I looked down. Oh, I went, what? oh, it's still doing it because I don't know how to turn it off. Apparently. Oh, boy. All right, so we'll just get out of that for now. Um. So, yeah, I I, 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 think, you know, probably record Saturday morning. Because today's Thursday, right? Because today's Thursday, yes. Time has no meaning. Yes, no. Okay, so, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, so we'll just... Yeah, that makes sense. Duh. Yeah. I don't know how things work. Guys... I just hit record and that's about it nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I know how to do. Um, okay, so uh, apparently, if I don't have my notes in front of me, I forget all of our plugs. But be sure to be on the lookout for all of our Gallifrey live from Gallifrey. Yeah, coverage. I brought a third microphone, so we might have uh, some guest voices. Some guest voices. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I can't believe we just typed the whole thing out. That's hilarious. That's so good. All right. So uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at The Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search for Podcastica. Please rate and review us as well. Uh, also check us out on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash The N-O-T-L-G. Uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G for all of your podcastica merchandise needs. Our friend Terry was wearing yeah. a sweatshirt today. Shout out to Terry. Uh, we always appreciate that. Um, I was going to bring my podcastica shirt, but I don't think it fits anymore. Oh, boy. Yep. That's fine, though. But, hey, I know a link where you can get a new one. Yeah. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Oh. Wow. Nailed Same. it. That was yes. like a volleyball right there. Woo uh patreon.com slash notlg if you want to donate to us just monetarily that would be great um but you know uh still be supporting your local shops Mm -hmm. Uh, also i guess if you're here at gallifrey support somebody in the dealer room absolutely yeah go hang out in the dealer room and buy some stuff i know there's always a lot of great stuff there I'm going to go look at that copy of lung barrow and be like (laughs) what what could be if i had an extra $400 Four hundred dollars, whatever, yeah, or whatever it is. But you know, whatever. All right, everybody, we will. Uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, on sa- you'll see us on Saturday morning. Yeah, we'll try and put that episode out as soon as we are done with it. Um, and everybody have a great 
Gallifrey, and we'll talk to you soon. See ya.